0: This report covers the period from September 29th to October 5th, 2014. October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and multiple organizations are conducting special events and activities. Additional information is available at the National Cybersecurity Alliance at staysafeonline.org, the United States Department of Homeland Security website, and by following the NCSAM hashtag on social media. Cisco released its semi-annual Cisco IOS software security advisory bundled publication on September 24th. In direct response to customer feedback, Cisco releases bundles of Cisco IOS software security advisories on the 4th Wednesday of the month in March and September of each calendar year. The publication includes 6 security advisories that address vulnerabilities in Cisco IOS software. For more information, go to the Cisco Security Portal at www. Cisco.com security. Vulnerability activity returned to normal levels while many vendors continue to release GNU Bash security advisories and software updates. IntelliShield metrics for September and 2014 to date show only a two percent increase over 2013 metrics. Vendors continue to investigate the multiple GNU Bash vulnerabilities and release security advisories and software updates for their impacted products multiple sources are reporting active exploitation and attacks using the GNU Bash shellshock vulnerability. As organizations and vendors continue to assess and patch systems, it is important to note that in case of the GNU Bash shellshock and other vulnerabilities, there are systems that are affected by the vulnerabilities and those that are exploitable. Some of the mitigations provide methods to prevent the exploitation while not correcting the vulnerabilities. The IPS signatures released for the GNU-Bash shell shock vulnerability are proving to be very effective in detecting and preventing the exploits. The Cisco product security incident response team continues investigating Cisco products that are affected by this vulnerability. The latest Cisco multi-vendor and mitigation updates are consolidated in the Cisco event response GNU-Bash environment variable command injection vulnerability. For more information, go to www.cisco.com slash security. Other significant vulnerability activity for the period included an Apple Mac OS X IOHID Secure Prompt Client Pointer Dereference Denial of Service Vulnerability and a Microsoft Internet Explorer Script Debugging Arbitrary Code Execution Vulnerability. Both do not have vendor responses or updated software available. Zen reported a hypervisor vulnerability that caused multiple service providers to schedule downtime, patch, and reboot their systems. HP reported multiple vulnerabilities in HP Data Protector, MPIO Device, Network Node Manager, and System Management Homepage. IBM reported a vulnerability in the Security Access Manager, and Red Hat released multiple advisories for previously reported vulnerabilities in Apache and PHP. Researchers have released details and exploits for a USB firmware vulnerability called BadUSB at Black Hat USA and DerbyCon. The vulnerability impacts all USB devices, allowing them to basically impersonate any type of USB-enabled device, leading to the compromise of the system. IntelliShield published 158 events last week that included 72 new events and 86 updated events. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, For the second time this summer, Albertsons and SuperValue have identified a breach of their point-of-sale systems. The statement reported the identification of malicious code on the systems that impacts multiple chains in multiple states. The breach may have compromised account data, card information, and the names associated with the cards. Multiple retailers have reported and are investigating point-of-sale malware and breaches. Particularly concerning are the warnings that followed the Jimmy John's breach and investigation that the same type of malware and breach may have impacted hundreds of additional retailers and their store locations. That breach was traced to a vulnerability identified in the signature PDQ POS systems that allowed remote access. All organizations are advised to closely monitor their point-of-sale systems and contact their point-of-sale system vendors for additional information on securing those systems. Individuals should follow recommended practices of using the credit card option, which provides additional protection against losses if the card or account is compromised. In information sharing news, the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation, San Diego Division, kicked off National Cybersecurity Awareness Month with a list of recommendations for individuals to take to protect themselves online. The FBI also announced last week that they are opening up access to their Malware Investigator Portal to security researchers, other members of law enforcement, and academia. Quote, we are essentially in this to collect samples, end quote, said Jonathan Burns, an FBI cybercrime agent. The portal will analyze the same and return information about the characteristics of the sample if it tests positive for infection. The Malware Investigator Portal is currently limited to Windows executables, PDF files, and other common formats but the FBI is looking to expand this to Android files and files specific to other operating systems soon. Access to the portal by security researchers and enterprises will be via the InfraGuard program, a partnership between the FBI and the private sector. In addition to the Malware Investigator portal, InfraGuard members also have access to cybersecurity-related bulletins specific to their geographies and other sharing of cybersecurity information. More information, including membership details, is available on the InfraGuard.org website. Finally, in geopolitical news, student-led protests on the streets of Hong Kong intensified during the holiday golden week, prompting a proliferation of malware and communications applications. One of the most widely discussed in Western press is a free application called FireChat, which allows users to communicate through Wi-Fi or Bluetooth by leapfrogging nearby mobile phone connections. Relatively new, the application was adopted in large numbers by Iraqis over the summer, where access to the Internet became impossible in some places because of fighting and collapse of communications infrastructure. Hong Kong users had to be careful, however, as reports also emerged of malware advertising itself in WeChat messages as similar secure communications applications. According to various reports, the malware can access username, text, phone calls, and physical location of the phone. Protests and demonstrations around the world are a veritable petri dish for new malware, novel communications techniques, and social media manipulation. This is not a new concept. History is filled with examples of technologies making rapid evolutionary leaps during times of peril and challenge. Information security experts will want to take note of the applications and exploits coming out of the Hong Kong protests, as the innovations born there will inform and lay the groundwork for the next generation of crowd-focused cyber attack vectors somewhere else in the world this concludes the cyber risk report for this week to read the full report visit www.cisco.com/go/sio and select the cyber risk reports link tune in for next week's report from cisco security intelligence operations thanks for listening and stay safe